Welcome to the Quantum Alignment Q&A, Humboldt series, where we traverse through an array of healing modalities to educate, empower, and excite our listeners on their path of holistic health and wellness. In sharing various practitioners' experiences and insight, we hope to cultivate a deeper relationship between one's true self, the mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional bodies. Join naturopath, transpersonal psychologist, and cannabis therapy consultant, Dr. Pepper Hernandez, in the Humboldt Quantum Alignment Series. And now, here is your host, Dr. Pepper Hernandez. Welcome, and thank you so much for taking time to be present with us today. Our intention for this podcast is for each and every one of us to get one step closer to the highest version of our aligned self. Today, I have a very special guest with us, the beautiful Yaj. She has a master's in family systems counseling. She's a certified Imago relationship coach and a nonviolent communication practitioner. Oh my gosh, I have so many questions for you. Hello. Welcome, Yaj. Thank you for being here today. Hi, Dr. Pepper. I'm so excited. I love the nonviolent communication portion. I didn't realize that you did that. Do you do that locally? Yes. I'm coming to see you. (laughs) I've been wanting to study that for years, actually. Really? And picked up a little tools here and there, but I really want it to be like a foundational part of my reality at all times because I'm always, you know, focusing on doing that. So let's talk a little bit about your practice and how you got here and what you're doing. So tell me a little bit about your story. Let's start just in the Mm -hmm. beginning because I know you're from New York, right? I am. Okay, cool. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me. Of course, I love you. I'm glad you're here. Very excited to be here. So yeah, I'm a native New Yorker and I landed in Humboldt about 16 months ago with my two kids. And people do ask me how I found Arcata. And my answer is, that I googled hippie college towns <laughs> USA. You did not. I did. Did you really? I did. That was that's a real story. Yeah, it's a real story. <laughs> I don't lie. So that's how I found it. I knew oh, I wanted I a it. hippie college town, and I wanted a place a little warmer. You know, a yeah. little a little less rainy than Humboldt. But I took it over New York weather. You're a woman of extremes. Yes, I am. New York to Arcata. Yes, thank you. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. My story is long. It's a recreation. Uh, of of a new life. I, what I've heard here is that people are here to hide, heal, and run away. Hmm. And I kind of relate a little bit to all three. It's okay. a good place to do some version of all of that. And uh, so I'm here creating a new life and I have a private practice where I see clients. So what were you doing in New York before you moved here then? I was working for 20 years as a marriage and family therapist. Oh, wow. Yeah. In okay. a private practice, mostly. Oh, very, very yeah. nice. But I did my training in Seattle, so I have been okay. all over the country. Okay. Yeah. And then coming out here, did I hear you said that you had two children? I have two children. Oh, yes. my gosh. So bringing them from New York here? Yes. Well, how old are they, your children? My children are 12 and 7. Oh, they're babe. Well, I mean, to me, that's babies. Well, yeah. They, yeah. they were both adopted from China, and I'm now <gasps> a, a single mom. So it's been quite an adventure. It's really been an odyssey. I don't use words lightly. It's really been an odyssey. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. What school system are they? What are they doing? My daughter is attending Coastal Grove, okay. the Waldorf-inspired charter school. Yeah. And my son is at Pacific Union. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. So tell me about being here in Humboldt. The, what did you say you Googled? 
Oh, hippie, hippie towns, town. USA. Hippie college towns, USA. I love yeah. it. I've got to tell my mom that story because I think that that's what she thinks of this community, which is like perfectly fitting for me. So tell me a little bit about your practice here and kind of getting rooted and grounded into Humboldt. And there had to be more of a spiritual call for you. It wasn't just like I Googled a town. Like you had to have known and dialed in and, and then got here and then started your practice. So tell me about that story if you don't sure. mind. Sure. No, of course not. Although for me, my spiritual guide is climate, is the weather. Yeah. So that is, it's physical, but it's also spiritual for me because it's a lot about uh, comfort and feeling not like I'm fighting Mother Nature. On the East Coast, I always felt like I was resisting Mother Nature and I wanted to be friends with Mother Nature. And so I needed a more temperate climate. And I knew that about myself. That's really not just about physical comfort. It's really about lifestyle, being able to raise my kids with, I call it like open door policy. They can go in, they can go out. So yes, I wanted a college town because I wanted the arts. I wanted some culture, you know, for the kids to take classes and to know that there'd be decent film, you know, documentaries and musical theater classes for my my daughter and all kinds of things. I knew I wanted to be where there was a college or a university, but it was more than that. And I liked the area. I'd lived in Seattle. I knew it was sort of Pacific Northwest light. I knew I wanted to be where there was open-mindedness and open-heartedness and where the earth and the terrain and the ocean would lend itself to healing and getting in touch with myself and my own healing path. Again, a, a beautiful place to raise my children. I mean, I could go on and on and on. I mean, if, yes, it was also a spiritual calling to come to Humboldt. I didn't want to go to middle America. I needed the ocean. I needed the mountains. I needed the forest. I needed no traffic jams. <laughs> no, really. You want to no, talk I about know. spiritual guidance. Yeah. I needed to get out of all of that. Yeah. I, it was uh, killing me, really. It was bad. Aww. Yeah. I needed to leave that behind and be where there's less people and just... Sure. And just yeah, more down to earth and a place where I felt I could have a private practice and people could get that and, and frankly have, you know, some means to do it. So it was not, not always so easy finding the right place. So tell our listeners about your private practice yeah. and what it is that you are bringing to our community here in Humboldt. Thank you. So, yeah, I have 20 years experience, like I said, as a marriage and family therapist in New York and California. I'm a relationship coach, really doing the same work so it's I meet people where they're at and some people need a little more of like a deeper healing kind of an approach because of whatever they have in their backgrounds but it all comes down to communication training for me really it's very nuts and bolts very practical work Uh, I really like to meet people navigate the interface between them and usually their partners their life partners but it could be family members friends co-workers anyone that they're having a conflict with and I, I work very, very on the edge of, of that place where two people meet and have conflict. And instead of attacking and shutting down, finding a place to connect and see what's possible in a conscious relationship. I love this so much. I think Thank conscious you. relationships are where it's at because mm-hmm. you're working on your own things and then you're not projecting onto the other. And then just for a loving couple relationship, I think that that's where it's at. Everyone kind of goes into their particular holistic healing modality coming from their background, Mm -hmm. right? We gravitate to the type of healing or work that we're going to do for the world because of where we came from. Those people that are doing a lot probably had a lot of issues (laughs) that they were dealing with and they had to learn how to heal themselves and then now they're offering it to the world. Does that resonate with you in any way? And if it does, can you tell me about it? Absolutely. Yeah, completely. 
So as I'm a child of divorce, my parents divorced when I was three and a half. And as a child, I used to think I want to work with children of divorce one day, because I wanted to help kids go through what I what I was experiencing. And then it turned out, no, I want to work with the parents. And so I love working with couples. You know, it took a couple of decades for me to grow up and become an adult and go to graduate school and realize I want to work with couples, but it's still working with people having relationship struggles. My parents didn't just have troubles in their marriage. They had, they kind of did divorce wrong too. They made, they, they made a lot of moves that made it worse. So are you working with couples who are mending relationships, but also couples who are releasing relationships? Well, that's a great question. I work with who comes in together. We see what's possible. So m- fairly often I have helped people uh, realize maybe there's not, maybe it's not possible to do what they were hoping to do in this relationship to mend. I don't tell people what to do. I just, my work is very reliable. The tools I use are so reliable that they just show what's possible and what isn't. Um, So I have had the honor of helping some people kind of midwife, you know, kind of acting in the role of midwife, the decision to separate or divorce. It's not that common uh, that I get to do that because usually one person will not want to come, continue coming, or there'll be so much anger. Most of my work is helping people mend and see if it's possible to mend. Most of the work is around mending and having something better in the relationship. If more couples who are in maybe marriage and they were doing a transformative relationship growth or they're releasing relationship or doing a conscious way, having someone like yourself to come in and kind of like smooth smooth that out, Mm -hmm. right, would be really, really wonderful. So I'm glad that you are seeing that in your practice. Hopefully you'll see more of that. Yeah, I share your enthusiasm for that. It's so rare. And when it happens, I feel extra privileged to be able to help even if one person kind of blows out of the coaching and I I have the opportunity to give some individual support to one person or sometimes I have the opportunity to give individual support to both people separately and in the room together or on the phone. I work on the phone as well. So it's really powerful when people don't let their reactivity make them just say, forget this. You know, if we're going to get divorced, if we're going to get separated, I I don't want to spend the money on this then, you know, or when people stick it through, for the, usually for the co-parenting. It's yeah. usually for the co-parenting. I see that, they, that. And it's so rare and so powerful, and I, too, hope to see more of that. If people, when they are, and I don't know why I'm harping on this, there must be a listener that this is going to resonate with, but if they are shifting out of something, recognizing that your type of work that you can be helpful with can also heal the next relationship they're going to be in. A lot of people don't understand that when they release relationship, they project and blame it on the other person. And then guess what? They get right back into another relationship that has very similar issues, or maybe they'll have a couple nice ones, but then those issues come back up again for like a repeat look at, you know, the Mm -hmm. universe is just asking them to look at it again. So I definitely, you know, would encourage people to work with someone like yourself. You did say, did you mention that you are having conversations outside of our community? So you work with people over the phone in other states and other countries? Yes. Great. Wonderful. Well, we'll get all of your information at the end of our podcast. Mm -hmm. So that way we can share that with those listeners who may want to get in touch with you. And uh, do you do phone and and Skype? You know, I used to do Skype. And if someone really wanted to have the visual, I would 
probably be willing to at least do the first session like that. But to be honest, over the past couple few years, I've grown to really adore just working on the phone. I do too. What I find, yeah, that's interesting. What I find is that, well, first of all, my sessions are 90 minutes long, not Mm -hmm. 45 or 50 or 55. Staring at a screen for that long is really, my neck hurts, my eyeballs hurt, my eyes are dry. And there's this thing about, oh, is that what I look like? You know, you know, it it gets distracting, actually, to try to maintain eye contact with a computer screen. I don't think it's really good and so even I've even done a couple of sessions where for the first few minutes oh that's what you look like now right I haven't talked to you in a in a in a, in a few months oh you changed your hair oh cool oh, now that we've seen each other let's hang up and go, yeah. go to the phone you know and something about the phone is if I need to stare at the wall to think deeply about the thing I want to say or they're telling a long story I don't have to be thinking about making eye contact with them I'm just really more present to their voice which is the body. Fully agree the with voice, you. Yeah, you, you would agree, agree with that, right? You. The voice is the body. Mm-hmm. And that if I'm just tuned into the voice, I can hear things. I can, wait, what was that? And feel really connected to the person without the worry about eye contact, which to me feels like it could bring me more into my head. Definitely feel that. I've never been able to articulate it the mm-hmm. way that you just did, but it's right on. For me, I love to do the phone communication in any way because I can he- I can almost hear them deeper. Yeah. I like get into their energy field and you can feel where they're just a little bit like out of, a- for me, my work is all about alignment. Yeah. So I can feel where they're a little bit out of alignment or where they're wobbling on a particular situation or, you know, what they're manifesting isn't quite right. Like I yes. can help them, encourage them to get a different place. So thank well, you. Yeah, you're welcome. If I could just say one more thing. Of about course. That. My work is also all about finding where people are out of alignment. And so I'm not only hearing their voice, but I'm not listening to things about like maybe you're thinking about their organs or their breathing or their body and all kinds of other energies that you're working with. A lot of times hearing whether they're, how they're using speech, how they're using language. And it tells me if there's something emotional or if they're shutting down or defensive or if they didn't really connect or if that person didn't really receive. I do couples on the phone. Oh, I love I've it. done whole programs of couples coaching on the phone, never having met the people face to face. They live wow. in other states. Yeah, it's pretty. People go, how do you do that? I do it. Yeah, it, it works because I hear it. I'm like, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You know, Jim, Laura, <laughs> did you, you know, I could hear. Yeah, when I it's, love that. Yeah, when it's not really connecting. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I think that's incredible. I know that I'll be sending people to you. Oh. For Thank certain, you. I may even come to you as a single, because you work with single people as well, maybe wanting to get into relation or having released relation or just relationship with their inner self, right? You, all of the above yeah. plus more. You got it, girl. Okay. So yeah, when when an individual, I don't even say single, when an individual is with me, it's it's just to help them get clear. I'm all about getting clarity, mm-hmm. getting clarity on whatever is up for them in the world of relationship. And yes, of course, it always includes relationship with the self. That's primary. That's foundational. So with individuals, there's going to be about trusting intuition, hearing, hearing it, instinct, you know, the old school terms like self-esteem still apply. And but it's really about listening knowing what's your true inner voice, how to take action, and then just lots of nuts and bolts coaching on how to speak. Try it this way. I edit, I help people edit their emails and their texts, you know, like, oh, that's another way, place where I zone in on out of alignment. Oh, if you say that word, you're more likely to maybe arouse the other person's defenses. How about this way? So, but yes, releasing relationships, how, what's their truth in current relationship? What do they want to manifest if they're 
wanting to be in relationship and family relationships, work relationships, social relationships, relationships to their career. I mean, it's all relationship. I mean, you get crazy. It's all relationship, but really it's a lot about human to human relationship is where I focus. I was just reaching out to my little co-pilot over here, Kendall, Mm -hmm. and just saying that we need to go to this woman (laughs) just for life. When is your next session? We'll come independently. We're not. It's not our. Text me, me, baby. (laughs) I love texting for appointments. Everything that you're saying is amazing. Most people who are coming to you, this is what uh, you're giving them guidance on. Is there other topics that you want to share with us that you help people with? Really, I've come at this point in my career. Like I said, I've been doing this for 20 years, and I'm clicking into just deeper levels of what I now feel is they say like a, like it's a generative stage I'm 52 and it seems to fit I'm feeling I'm, I'm going to use the word mastery I've had a long time interesting relationship with that word I actually like to be humble in Humboldt so I, I'm but I also believe in acknowledging oneself uh, for what feels real and true and my truth is that I'm really mostly rela- uh, interested in relationships. And my deepest interest is in the life partner relationship and helping people with that. I am no longer a generalist. When I started out my private practice in New York, I was a generalist. I was seeing middle-aged men with anxiety, um, some teenage girls, you know, whole family systems. I did family counseling, the whole family in one room. I did a whole bunch of stuff. And my heart is couples or individuals wanting to find out what the heck is universe trying to tell me continuing to send me more of the same challenges and how how to break those patterns and at least just raise the functionality of 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 the relationship journey a little bit to higher consciousness that is where I live personally it's where I live professionally so I'm happy to say that yeah that's wonderful so no I don't specialize in anything else (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you're tuned in. You know exactly what you want to do. And may I say that you're a very youthful 52. I mean, I I guess we don't really know. There used to be a time frame and this kind of getting off subject for a moment. This is just us chatting. There used to be a time frame where we would see something. We'd be like, this is what 60 looks like or this is what 30 looks like. And now I feel like that dimensional frequency or that illusion of sorts is completely gone. I know what you mean. There's you no know, one look anymore. Like nobody looks. What's the age? You know what I'm I saying? Because I get interesting ages all the time. And whenever I tell people who how old I actually am, they're, they're like a little stunned. Or actually recently, I think they're it's, it's pretty, slightly pretty, less stunned, but still stunned, surprised. Like, yeah, <laughs> but still. But I really could have marked you for 20 years younger, for sure. So well. it shows that you're doing what you love and that you've taken really good care of yourself because you look happy and healthy and holy and youthful and that's a goal that's a huge goal so thank you my work is really up there and one of my favorite things in my life Mm -hmm. so thank you for seeing that absolutely (laughs) I, I agree with you mine is as well I can tell one thing before we go to commercial I want to talk with you about self care 
you know, to continue to look this amazing and be in such great vibration. You're a mother of two. You're working on helping heal not just our community, but it sounds like the world, people all over. And what are things that you do for yourself on a regular basis? Because when we come back from break, we're going to talk about creating an avatar. But right now, what are you doing for yourself? I'm happy to answer that. And the key word in what you asked is regular. Okay. (laughs) Right? Because it's all about what we do regularly. And it's the same thing I tell my clients about the tools I give them and the exercises. You must do it. Just like I tell my clients with the tools I teach them and the homework assignments I give them and how I'm encouraging them, begging them to communicate with each other at home, it's about doing it regularly. So little things regularly make more of a shift in our lives than, you know, a three hour workout on a Saturday, right? And then nothing for two weeks or a month. So the regular things I do for self-care are sleep, eat wholesome foods that work for my body, shower once a day, and I walk. I take either a short hike or I just walk in the neighborhood and I do 10 or 15 minutes of stretching most days. And that is my bottom baseline, that if I'm at least doing that every day, I feel like I can build on that and do a longer walk or a longer hike. Not much more physical exercise than that. I'm not super duper athletic. I do walk and hike, but it's the regularity that keeps me going. So it's the regularity that makes the difference. It's like house cleaning, you know, if you could do a deep clean, deep cleans are great. And then in a few days, there's going to be dust again. So it's more about the few minutes a little bit every day or that foundation, like I was talking about that I do for self-care. And that is the same for relationships. And that's what I teach my clients to at least do some exercise or some structure, put some, it's like the rituals, really, little rituals of connection daily, ideally. I mean, it's hard enough to get clients to do that, but that's where I, that's where I'm cheering is, you know, the cheerleading squad is, is imploring, giving handouts. I give them binders. I give, I make it really easy. I say it's simple, not easy. What you need to do is simple. It, it's not easy. And the only reason it's not easy is because of resistance. And resistance is there as some kind of defense, mm, yeah. you know, conscious, of unconscious. Course. And so rituals of daily connection with couples, a little, what you know, what I do is imago dialogue, little dialogue where there's knock, knock, you know, can we connect in dialogue for two minutes, three minutes, five minutes. There's a little mirroring. These are the tools that I teach that help you drop in, as people like to say, and connect. And you walk away from a connection like that feeling, wow, that was more connected than maybe an hour conversation where we were just shooting from the hip, kind of BSing and just like, da-da-da. Wow, I really felt connected. Can you walk us through something like that technique? Because that sounds amazing. I want to do it. I can. And actually, before I came here today, I remembered that years ago, I've done things like this before. Not that anyone is like you in this place, but it's been over 20 years I've been doing this work. And so I've done, you know, interviews and podcasts and, you know, video shows and things and been a guest and also interviewed people. And I used to always include doing a little demo. Oh, let's do of it. Imago. And on my way here today, I was like, oh, I wonder if we'll do that. <laughs> so if you're so eager, let's do it. And it's I am so really eager. positive. I think you're going to like I'm it. I'm down. Let's do this. What do cool. I have to do? So we'll do a little appreciation. 
Okay. And in Imago land. Imago, by the way, is I-M-A-G-O. Some people hear it, they hear A-M-A-G-O. And Imago is the work of Harville Hendricks, Dr. Harville Hendricks, and his wife, uh, Dr. Helen LaKelly Hunt. And their book is Getting the Love You Want. They have many books together, but the original manuscript, if you will, the Bible of Imago is Getting the Love You Want. I highly recommend it. It's been around for over 40 years, Imago relationship work. And that's what I'm certified in. And Imago just means image in Latin. And they're referring to the subconscious image we have of the perfect partner for us. The one that universe keeps coming back around with, how about this version? And how about this version on the big lazy Susan of the universe? (laughs) uh, Based on, yes, childhood experiences and that early programming and the the brand, like sort of like a, I think of like a, you know, like a branding a cow, like, tss, you know, in the psyche of what feels familiar, what, what we learned love feels like. Mm-hmm. And no matter how much work we do on ourselves, we can find ourselves still struggling with relationship patterns of the mate selection, who we're attracting, who we're attracted to, the same kinds of conflicts going up, going around and around. And so that's the work I do is helping people identify that and make shifts and it is, it, there's simplicity to it, but it's not easy because we have this default. So I'm ready to shift. Good. What do we so, do? <laughs> so what we're going to do. You don't have to talk me into that at all. Well, but we're going to do is just like a little, you know, like a little taste, you know, a little hors d'oeuvre of okay. what Imago Dialogue is. And so we're going to do a little mini appreciation dialogue. And it's really designed to do just that, to really connect in an appreciate by giving and receiving an appreciation we'll just do one way okay um but keep in mind that this is a structure that can be used for anything between two people it could be used for conflict resolution you know with mediators it can be used to dissect and heal painful conflict in couples or any two people committed to working through something but the daily vitamin the daily boost is an appreciation dialogue because why not right i'm sure Mm -hmm. you're really into keeping Mm -hmm. it positive and Uh, putting deposits in the positivity bank and we build on that i could tell you're all about that i'm a big gratitude person for sure gratitude so the thing about dialogue is it puts structure on any communication and the structure is kind of strict and at first it could seem awkward and weird i've heard all kinds of adjectives over the years uh, stilted, contrived, inauthentic, inorganic, all of it. But if you're willing to try it, obviously, I know you're willing to try it, but you'll see what it's like afterwards. It's like, just, are you willing to suspend any resistance and just, just do it? So obviously I know suspending. you're going to say yes. Suspending. One of us will be <laughs> reflecting back and Imago, okay. we say mirroring, just okay. saying back. It, it, it's like we're called reflective listening in, in the old school days of, of communication training. Do you have a preference if you are mirroring me or me mirroring you? I don't, I don't don't have a preference. Okay. So I will give you an appreciation. Okay. And I will also coach you to mirror me. I I can do, I can, I know how to do that. To wear both hats at the same time, to be in the dialogue and facilitating the dialogue at the same time. And it'll be brief. Okay. And I'll show you how it goes. Ready? Yes. So Pepper. Yes. I would like to give you an appreciation in dialogue. Are you available? Yes. Thank you for being available. You're going to say back what you hear me say. Okay. Okay. You're just going to say it back and then you're going to say, did I get it? Okay. I, know I will. Okay. Yeah. And then, okay. I'll, and then you're going to say, is there more? Okay. And I'll coach you to do it. So something I appreciate about you is your richness 
of character and heart that comes through in connecting with you here. This is making me really emotional already. Mm -hmm. Good. Okay. Getting your money's worth. So you're going to say something you appreciate about me. You switch the pronouns. Okay. You're going to say something you appreciate. So I don't say thank you for that? No, you don't. Whoa. I know. Well, thank you you for that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I can can send it again. But you're going to say something you appreciate about me. Something you appreciate about me. Is the richness of my character. Is the richness of my character. And heart. And heart. Thank you. That's coming through. That's coming through. As you connect with me here. As you connect with me here. And say, did I get it? Did I get that? You did. Yes. Okay. So what you do in a, in a, okay, I'm just going to recap for the listeners. Okay. So you would give a gratitude. The person would reflect that exact statement back and then say, did I get it? Yes. Okay. So they can, the idea is that they are, have really heard what you've said. Okay. Just want to let the listeners know. It's about presence. Okay. It really gets you present. It's like turning a conversation into a meditation for a few minutes. Okay. It brings it to that level. Okay. Step two. Yeah. Well, so you say, did I get it? I said, yes. You say, is there more? Okay. Is there more? Yes. Tell me more. Mm -hmm. Tell me more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm going to go to the next step, which is what that gives me is tremendous comfort and fulfillment connecting wow. with you here. So oh, and I'm supposed to tell that to mirror you. Mirror me. Yep. What that gives me. What that gives me. That what that gives you. Me. Yeah. Is tremendous fulfillment and comfort connecting with you here. So if someone can't do this, like what I'm doing right now, can you tell me what that means? Well, you don't seem like you're nervous because we're on microphone, so I don't think it's that. No. But Yes, thank you for asking that extremely um, spontaneous in the moment question. Imago is all about getting super present. And as present as we think we are, when we put the structure around a conversation, suddenly we realize any gaps maybe in our presence, we might giggle, we might cry, we might think it's stupid and have reactive critical thoughts in our head. Resistance to be present is in every human being. You know, we're healing the culture really by healing one relationship, one connection at a time. So we all have it. It's normal. And I'm so glad you're just saying that every time I teach this to people, it's usually not on the air, you know, there's some kind of like little thing to kind of just kind of shore it up a little bit. We see where the little loosey goosey stuff is, is comes out. And then we just, let me try that again. You know, pick yourself up, dust yourself off. Because I think, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like I know you, but, you know, we just met. And uh, it's probably just some response to doing this super uber present. You're also, okay, you're also receiving, if I may say so, a pretty high quality appreciation. Yes. So that can also kind of have us get distracted from the rules and regulations of the dialogue because it's hitting you it's beautiful that that came up and that you were so willing it's, it's sort of um what i'm appreciating about you is the authentic and the the from the heart that you would reveal oh what does this mean that i'm having difficulty doing this almost everybody has difficulty doing this at first and this is very direct we're sitting here listeners don't know this we're like locked in eye contact it's intense and i'm laying it on you thick with this juicy appreciation and receiving and learning how to do dialogue at the same time. So would you like to just try it again? Yes, I would. Cool. Let's do this. And this is perfect. When I'm with clients, I say it's not a test. Okay. It's a process. I feel like things are tests. So ah, thank you for that. It's a peeling, growing process. It's experiential. The work I okay. do is exp- it, you get the goods from the experience of doing it. And you are so 
it's the appreciation I'm giving you. You're so open to the experience. So let's just do it again. Okay, let's do so it again. So what I'm appreciating, you don't have to mirror this, is okay. your heart. I'm forgetting the original it's appreciation. Okay. You can yeah. do a new one. I said what it, <laughs> no, what it gives me is, yes, it was your authentic heart coming across. And what it gives me is tremendous fulfillment being here with you. Wonderful. And you're going to mirror that. What and it I'm gives going you. to say what it gives you is a tremendous feeling. Fulfillment. Fulfillment. Being here with you. Being here with me, right? Yes. Did okay. I get it? Say, did I get did it? Did I get that? Yes. And I okay. say, is there more? There's only going to be more. Now, is there more? And I'm just going to say a feeling word or two. It's okay. the bottom, the last piece of the appreciation is that makes me feel warm and close and present. That so that makes you, makes you feel warm, close, and present. Did I get it? Did I get that? Yes. Is, is there more? Yeah, is there more? There's no more. Thank you for receiving my appreciation. Awesome. Thank welcome. you. You are very welcome. And now I say, here's a little surprise. Okay. What touched you about that? And I'm going to mirror you. Like one or two sentences. Okay. One at a time. Um, that it felt very clear and very present and very deep. So what you received from it is that it felt very clear, very present, and very deep. Did yes. I get it? Yes, you did. Is there more? No, thank you. End of dialogue. Ding. I have a bell in my office. <laughs> I ring End a bell. End of dialogue. Ding. I usually ring a little bell. Oh, I love this. So is this written out for someone to work with? Because, of course. Okay. Okay. Because I think if I had it written out, I could like focus on it. But you're right. Like we were, we're in it. Like we're eye to eye, like just breathing basically on each other. So I think that that's what made it so intense and so gratifying. Yeah. But also a lot of things came up for me like really quickly. Like I giggle a lot. Mm. Right. I could feel that. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, the receiving portion was a little bit difficult for me. So then once a couple is working in that way and then they can tell you what's coming up for them, then you can start helping them process through that stuff, too. Is well, that yes, 100 yeah. percent. And Good. they don't they don't. Yes, we talk about what's coming up for them. But yeah. I see it. Yeah, of course. It's and diagnostic. Right. Like I know what I've done a lot of this work, so yeah. I can I can put myself aside and look at my you know, look at what's coming up for me and then be like, okay, let's talk about that. But yeah. someone who doesn't know those right. things, you can see that for them and then kind of help guide them along. And obviously this makes every relationship so much better by working yeah. on this level, yeah. right? It really, the, these, the structured experiential dialogue brings to the surface what needs to be worked on so reliably. It's, it's, the, it's a very reliable diagnostic, kind of a diagnostic test. Sure. You know, it's sort of like it shows what's still showing on the paper it's like a pregnancy test or something yeah. you know? <laughs> blue or yellow you know but no but it just shows like oh let's work on mirroring if someone's having a really hard time receiving or sending or giving or they keep messing up the words it could be a processing thing some yeah. people need to shift the way they're mirroring because they have some kind of processing you know learning thing that's fine we can work with that but it really also shows emotional and really cool and there's much more that was just a one-way sure. appreciation dialogue we could have gone two-way and you can dialogue about anything this is great. Once this tool is instilled in couples or even in, as you called, individual, mm -hmm. an individual, then I can see this working in so many levels. So thank you for sharing that you're with very us. very welcome. Thank you for being willing to oh, I'll be do facilitated it. when yeah, you're yeah. interviewing me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll do it. We'll do another one during break. How's that, Kindle? Cool. Yeah. Do you want to do one during break? All and right. I'll send you. I'll, right. I'll email you the script. I'm, I'm oh, happy I'd love to that. share that with you. Yeah, yeah thank you. Sure. Thank mm -hmm. you. 
Well, listeners, it happens to be that time in our podcast where we're going to give a short shout out to a local Align business that I love so very much. We live in a world full of toxins and impurities. Our bodies are working overtime on a daily basis in order to counteract and release some of this buildup. At Vital Flow Cleansing Center, there are a variety of therapeutic services to help cleanse the body of some of the toxins it has accumulated throughout everyday life. Vital Flow Cleansing Center, specializing in colon hydrotherapy, electrolymphatic drainage, ionic foot spas, and cleansing coaching. Located in downtown Arcata, Available online at vitalflowcleansing.com or call 707-498-9169. Vital Flow Cleansing Center, helping create a cleaner, clearer, lighter you. And we did some grounding oil. I feel good about the grounding oil. It smells good. Don't you? God, it smells so great. I love that. I love choosing an oil for a guest during our break. And it just kind of like sets the tone for the next portion of, you know, the podcast. Oh, is that what you do? You you, you yeah. feel into your intuited oil and everyone puts it on? Well, I, I, I put it out for everyone. It's all, they put it's all it on, me. they can. Everyone you know? smells like me today? Well, just what our no, group know. and what we need, you know, like as a you know team and as an energy collective right now cool. so cool yeah so I didn't like I don't spend too much time actually you want to know what I really do yeah I just run my hand over your like outer energy sphere and then I just with my other hand scan the oils and then it's like ding ding so cool. click See? click but that's the one we need and I don't take too much time on it that's just you like it's fast to. you're a master it's fast like that I don't know <laughs> thank you yeah look when you get good at something you're good at it it's good yes it doesn't have yes to take long. if you're spending all of your time on something I guess yeah. you kind of just start to dial it in a little yeah. bit so well during our break we talked a lot about relationship care and self-care and so I want to bring that back in for the listeners because I think that there were some amazing points and, I, and I, you'll expand on a lot of them as well but let's talk about building an avatar a superhuman sure okay because that's what we're doing superhuman we're all evolving Mm -hmm. and what's what we're going to see are more and more and more of those in fifth dimensional frequencies like grounding into this reality or whatever reality a person's living on right right if we're going to create one we've already kind of talked about you said mastering but all of the masters Mm -hmm. in you know is far beyond back as I can think of. There were a few pieces. Water, good food, body movement, and breath. Nice. That was it. And mm-hmm. you hit on those when you were talking about, you know, your own daily rituals. Mm-hmm. So beyond those four things, what would you suggest if a listener wants to become an avatar? Well, this is so <laughs> cool because could you have an a relationship avatar you know sure you yes know, like, show us how to do that I'm well, I don't know it's the first time I've ever really I love the movie by the way avatar but and I quote it often so that's interesting that you're bringing up avatar so the relationship avatar or the relationship ideal or model would be to do some version of the self-care okay but for the relationship oh let's oh let's talk about right that. I mean like so I actually do have 
a partner. You know, we're, we're trying, oh, okay. uh, we're, we're reunited after a long distance mm. as I was traipsing all over the world trying to find out where, which climate suited my soul and my clothes and my body. Um, and he finally was able to get his act together and leave his life behind in the, on the East Coast and join me. And we don't have a lot of energy right now to devote. We're still, the dust is still settling from yeah. so much shifts and transition. But so I came up with a, a mini to the mini to the mini basic bottom line, you know, something we could do every day. And we don't remember every day. Tell us. But it's in the morning, hopefully, you know, over coffee or whatever, you know, one of us initiates coming up to the other one. And yes, knock, knock. Can I check in with you? I want to do a conscious relationship. Check in with you. And we say, I am committed to conscious relationship with you right it's like just the That's smallest it. little thing it's so much it's so much and yeah. then the other person i wanted to do it with mirroring but he, sometimes he doesn't really even have the headset the mindset to do that first thing in the day so like i would love to mirror that you are committed to conscious relationship with me did i get it yes and there wouldn't be is there more it's not a dialogue but we just say i am committed to conscious relationship with you and one of us who are, you know says thank you I am committed to conscious relationship with you. And the other person says, thank you. I know you could just cry just for a I'm right? Like I'm, I'm feeling my cry. eyes getting moist. That's, that's the down. whole point. You drop in to like, oh, right. This is who we are. This is who we are because this is who we say we are. And there you go, right? It's better than an affirmation. It's, it's, it's actual experiential you know, it's more than an affirmation. It's really like actually doing something. And there could be a little bit more. Good yeah, too. It feels, feels good. Super sets deep the tone. and connected. Yeah. Super deep and connected sets a tone for the day. So I would say minimum. Come up with your own. Like we just came up with that. Like come up yeah. with some little mantra. Can we use that? You could sing it. You could do it. Yes, okay. you can. Okay. I mean, it doesn't really get more basic than that, right? I am committed to conscious relationship with you. Oh, it's just so delicious. Yeah. You could bring a I'm just looking at all the toys you have here, all the wonderful, you know, singing bowl or ring a bell or sing it. You could come up with a little tune, you know, get all goofy yeah. and geek out on it. Like, go for it. You know, like, that's yeah. the whole point. I tell my clients, get become communication nerds. Embrace it. The nerdier, the better. Really. <laughs> really. Speaking so, my language. Yeah. So um, that's, ba- that's minimum. Okay. And then, well, what does that mean? Well, now that we've set the tone uh, in the next minute, one of us could piss the other one off, right? And then, you know, okay, that was nice. 30 seconds later, you could do something that triggers me. Oh, now we're going to get into Green Dude and the Jewels. Perfect. This is where I live. So I created a document years ago. I will happily also share it with you. I post it. I, I, I share it. I give it out like tissues and toilet paper. I call it the Jewels. <laughs> yeah, tell me about this. Yeah, Heart Mind Communication Jewels. Okay. And basically, I created it many years ago. I don't know how many, 10, 15 years ago, to be a thorough guide to a responsible send when you're sending in an Imago dialogue and immediately realized, well, this is just, when are we sending a message? Only when we're in Imago dialogue, we're sending a message all the time, body language, facial expression, tone of voice. So I was like, okay, this is my personal, you know, I didn't make up the words. It's all really just basic I don't, there's not a lot on there that people would disagree with, although sometimes people, we have little debates, it's good, but it's just a guideline to conscious communication. And so what I say to my clients is when you're, when something feels icky or off in a communication, someone is breaking a jewel, either in their speech or their 
you know, their body or in their mind. Mm. And that, that's for another podcast. I guess there's a lot no, more to say about I get that. that. Yeah. I get that. Meaning like a sort of like, and I'm not religious, but you know, the old, and I'm, I wasn't raised Catholic or Christian, but it's something, if you think it, you know, you're sinning, if you mm-hmm. think it, so it's sort of like pure thought. So even if you're thinking, if you're ripping the person apart in your head, but you're being nice on the surface, it'll come through. So I call them the jewels and I picture a jewel lined path it used to be in a more East Coast looking forest. Yeah. Now it's a redwood forest. Come on, baby. Nice. Bring it on, right? <laughs> so you picture a beautiful, rich, you know, the colors of the redwood forest and these big, gorgeous jewels lining the path. And we want to stay on the path. Yeah. We want to stay on the trail. We want to stay in lane. And when we break a jewel, you know, yelling, sarcastic remark, blaming, you know, it's all these pretty much basic, not nice communication, that, you know, defensiveness, dismissiveness. I'll send it to you. It's it's really my I favorite thing to talk about. When you break a jewel, you're going off trail. You're like kicking dirt on the jewels yeah. or, or chipping one, like with your steel, steel-toed hiking boot or something, breaking the jewels. And we want to stay on the path. So we just clean it up. And if we feel icky in a communication, any ick at all, someone or both people are in some way, shape, or form breaking one or more jewels. And so it's a very reliable guide to stay on trail, in lane, on track with conscious communication. It's pretty straightforward. Dialogue is just like uber, uber, uber. Let's do a meditation on super intense conscious communication so we can drop in and really connect, drop in and heal a disconnect, repair a rupture between us. It's really rich and thorough, but we can't walk around dialoguing all the time. Mm -hmm. But we can walk around being mindful. You know, this feels icky. Can we check the jewels? You know, and maybe doing a personal, individually, privately, in your mind, about where you're at. Okay. Like maybe doing that, I'm committed to conscious relationship with this person today, internally. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, self-care, but like as partner, or friend, or coworker, or... So there's going to have to be some kind of daily ritual that's not just the tea on the deck, or the coffee, but the rich, conscious, deliberate, intentional ritual of, I'm still here, committed to conscious partnership with you. Even though I'm busy today, even though I'm tired today, even though I'm, I don't have time for a full dialogue, even though I don't have time to repair that thing that happened last night, but I can give you this. I am committed to conscious relationship with you and I will be available for more on that later or tomorrow. Or It keeps the commitment alive, keeps that flame burning. So there you go. Relationship avatar. I love it. How did I do? We were talking about um, a stealth mission. Can you just share really quickly before we do something else what that is? Stealth mission is something I also came up with a long time ago. You can't walk around in Imago dialogue all the time. Right. I say capital D dialogue, like Proper, proper noun, proper noun, right? Like, okay. You, know, you can't walk around a capital D dialogue all the time. Yeah, fried circus is way too robotic. It's, it's just, it's reserved. And it's it'd a be very too sp- much for people to interact with you, yeah. But we can walk around with an enhanced awareness of how we're landing. That is conscious relationship. An enhanced awareness of how we're landing and how someone's landing on us and whether or not it might need a little tweak or a little internal thing or, or maybe a little, hey, um, I want to check in with you about something so there's ways to actually mirror other people that reflective listening there's something called validation when you tell someone what makes sense to you about where they're coming from and empathy I imagine you might be feeling there's a way to give that and receive it without anyone really knowing okay that you're you know processing them so to speak so there's a way to do it where you get more organic and you shift the language a little bit and you can 
increase, you probably already do this, you increase the vibration, you increase the connection, the consciousness yeah. of the communication without the person being officially, deliberately, intentionally shaking hands, making a deal with you to do some kind of communication exercise. Yeah. And that's my stealth mission. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much. We yeah. we have so much to learn from you. I would oh, I feel love the same to, way. Well, we'll keep hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> but the listeners, I'm sure that they would love to have you on and hear your you know, more stories. And I we, would love to come back. We this could just have like groovy. hours and hours and hours of great conversation with yep. you. So before we leave today, it's getting to the end of our podcast and I've so much enjoyed all of it. We do Likewise. a little something. Oh, good. Uh, we do. What am I supposed to say? And I hear that you're saying. Likewise. No, like, no we are not in dialogue. <laughs> um, but I would like for you to do what we do at the end of our show. It's a tarot reading. Mm-hmm. We use the Wisdom for Healing cards. Nice. Would you like to play a game with I us? would love to okay, play great. a game. So you will just shuffle the cards mm-hmm. and then choose one that resonates with you. And then we'll read it to the listeners. Cool. This is fun. Oh, it's so fun. I love decks. I do too. Do I shuffle them like I'm playing a card game? You can game do or, it or any way like that you that. want. Oh, okay, cool. It's all about you. Yay. No rules. Nope. And while you're doing that, I'm going to play... The singing bowl. Nice. With my highlighter. Okay, what do I do now? Cut the deck. Rub your hands together. I haven't ever walked anyone through this on, um, on our podcast, but this is how I do it. I rub my hands together and I pull them out ever so slightly about the size of you would hold an avocado or a lemon. Mm-hmm. And then I can just feel the energy bouncing back and forth between them. And I start to consolidate that into the very center point of my, my palm. Mm-hmm. And so once you get kind of like a, like a swirly, really tight feeling right there, then you can use either one of those. Cut the deck in half. And the whenever, whichever palm you felt that like mm-hmm. real deep buzz, then you'll run your hand over both and see which one pulls you or which one feels different. Mm-hmm. It could be warmer. It could be cooler. It just feels different. Yep. Okay. And so what does it feel like? It's different. Just different. Like, Can you give a word? Softer. Softer. Okay. So then you would take these away and you would cut the deck once again and do that once again. That's the one mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you'll cut the deck once again. For the listeners, we're <clears throat> scanning for the tarot card for you. Fun little new way to do oh, it. This one. Okay. That's okay. That works mm-hmm. out. And so now when you get down to just a few cards, mm-hmm. you can kind of spread them out and run your hand over all of them. Mm-hmm. And then one should be definitely distinguishedly different than the others. This one. And so that is the card for today. Mm-hmm. So do you mind looking and explaining the card to the listeners? There's a great picture on it with a statement. <laughs> it says relinquish control. And it shows a large bodied, long haired woman. Like an, maybe like a, I don't know, like a, maybe like a middle aged woman with a long dress, long hair and a, child who's like a marionette she has she's holding strings like she's a puppeteer the woman is they're both female and it says relinquish control do you want to read the lesson of course i do today's lesson 
Identify one person you feel the need to control and think about why that power is so essential to you. What do you fear if you hold it released, if your hold is released? Your goal to recognize how much stress, I don't have my reading glasses on. Your goal, colon, to recognize how much stress is generated in your body through the need to control someone else. Well, that's deep. So good. I mean, there's no, no, no trouble connecting this to everything we're talking about. For How me. does it resonate for you? Well, Tell us. relationships. Well, sure. I'm thinking about my partner. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's the toughest teacher I have ever had. Uh, you know, like they say in Buddhism, you know, who you mm-hmm. meet on the path as your teacher. And it's very tough to not want to control how he expresses himself, when he expresses himself, um, me getting m- my needs met. And the lesson I had, should I make this personal? I mean, I'm, that's where I am. Yeah, of course, yeah, if of, you want to share with us, I of mean, course. So just this morning when we repaired the thing that happened, I realized that yesterday when I wasn't feeling that I was getting a certain need met, I went, yes, I went, you know, unconscious into sort of more of a jewel-breaking thing about like trying to just sort of get him to communicate in a way that I wanted as opposed to doing what we've agreed, which is knock, knock. Are you available for a check-in? And when we were repairing, he said that it would have been fine, I think, had you done that. So we did it this morning. And, you know, there were the tears and the connection and the healing. So we go to control, I think, out of fear. Fear, you know, fear. And there you go, green dude. See, the very bitter end. I'm, I, yeah. I, I use the green dude. It's a little dragon, a little, like, you know, reptile to be the fear-based ego mind, you know, and that's what control Mm. is about. It's when I'm afraid I'm not going to get my needs met, I go into trying to control a person. Absolutely. As opposed to trusting and going, leading with the heart, not the mind, and leading with vulnerability and openness. Knock, knock, are you available to repair this? You know, maybe I'll get my need met. More likely, actually. So this is very real for me today. I love that. And this is huge for relationships in general. Thank you so much for sharing deep things within your personal relationships with us and giving us so many tools and tips. I know I'm picking up a million things from you uh, that I'm going to take along my journey into my relationship of love Mm -hmm. when that comes. Good. (laughs) It's such a utter delight and deep pleasure meeting the both of you and being here really I just had no idea exactly what to expect and this is just really see I'm getting all verklempt really beautiful experience very rich thank you so so much for having me yeah surprise yeah shining you with glitter (laughs) yay well (laughs) I've heard your name and I, I wanted to reach out to you I think I did a while ago but I've been here like about six you know I've been here a while and um I am so glad to finally meet you. Yeah, I yeah. love you. Thank yeah, you so I love you too. much. <laughs> so the listening audience, if they want to connect with you, how would we go about finding you? What is your social media platforms that are resonating with you right now? Really, the best way is my website, which is heartmindpartners.com. Heart as in heart, mind as in mind, partners, plural, dot com. My phone number and my email address are on every page of my website. I love the phone. I love texting. Uh, You can reach out to me that way. And my email is just yaj, Y-A-J, at heartmindpartners.com. I have Facebook, Heartmind Partners. I'm not huge into it. And that's it. Okay. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Thank you very much. 
Thank you for making time today to come to our show to help encourage others to get one step closer to aligning their selves to their highest self, mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional bodies. And to you, listener, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, I'm your host, Dr. Pepper Hernandez. Have a magical, wonderful day, and let's try to make this your very best week ever, because why not? This episode has been brought to you by Universal Love.